Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Ruler Longreads is supported by Lacquer Bicycle Insurance. Lacquer is a team that looks out for each other. Their collective cover is made for cyclists, for life on and off your bike. Lacquer has flipped outdated traditional insurance on its head. No more fixed up front premiums. Instead, your monthly contributions are based on the collective's claims that month. Your maximum monthly price is capped, but the savings are all yours. Plus 80% of your money goes straight back into the collective. Fixing, replacing, helping, whatever. And the other 20% keeps their wheels spinning. It's as simple as that. And when things do go wrong, Lacquer's got your back. Claims are handled by experts and usually agreed within a day, so no depreciation or excess. Lacquer does not do annual contracts locking you in. With Lacquer, if you want to leave, you can, anytime. If you're new to Lacquer.co, you can get a £10 credit by signing up today. Use the code RULER. The Wout Factor by Olivia Nilsson Julian. Originally published in RULER issue 20.7. Read by George Oliver. What a difference a year makes. Fully recovered from his horrific tour crash, Wout van Aert is the most exciting bike racer in the world. Domestique, sprinter, climber, time trial and crosser, he can do it all. The Jumbo Visma superstar on his fight for fitness, mental focus, vying with van der Poel and secret porridge. Now then, here's an infomercial message for the discerning folk of Rulerland. For the finest long-form cycling journalism and exquisite photography and design, why don't you simply subscribe to Rouleur magazine? It costs as little as £7 per month. Regular columnists include Orla Chenwi, Roman Bardet and me, Ned Bolting, accompanied by features from the best writers and photographers in the business. Simply go to rouleur.cc. You know this makes sense. Poe, July 2019. He didn't have the legs. Didn't matter. Even on a bad day, he was up there. His numbers were good. He was the fastest at the first time check and only fellow countryman Thomas de Ghent had gone faster at the second. From the team car, Matthew Hybor urged the Herentaler to pick it up. Come on, almost there. Focus. It's the Tour de France. This was the biggest stage, his childhood dream come true. With just over a kilometre to go, he was squeezing the power, aiming for the next corner, regaining valuable seconds. Rock solid in his aerodynamic position, he knew he was one of the top time trialists in the world. He had won the race against the clock at the Dauphiné and taken the national title. He could do this. He had done it before. He was doing it again. If he was hurting, everyone else was going through hell. He knew the tight right-hander coming up. He'd wreckied it, gone over it in his mind. With the barriers and the crowd, it was practically a blind corner. It was also a chance to gain time. 
There was no going back. He was committed. A light feathering of the brakes and he swept in, hands on the base bars, skimming the banners, a smooth line. Perfection. He'd done it. He could see the exit. He was already anticipating moving back into the tuck. Keeping form, visualising the final bends, with only just over a minute to go, it was time to empty the tank. Next thing he knew, he was lying in the gutter with team and official cars rolling past. His Bianchi abandoned in the middle of the road. Was it the base bar that caught the Leclerc banner? Was it his hip? The pedal? Did the fence hook onto his skin suit? Matthew came rushing over from the team car. The medics seemed to take an eternity to arrive. Over three minutes passed before they finally moved him from the road onto the pavement, clear of the race line. Matthew put the Leclerc banner over him to protect him. He was told to lie still. Don't look at the gash. Don't. Of course, it only made him look. Could he feel his leg? That's when the panic hit home. The pain. The minutes dragging on forever. The tarmac boiling on his bare skin. No protection offered by the ripped skin suit. All he could feel was the heat. It was like being burnt alive. What were they waiting for to get him out of here? Jumbo Visma Training Camp, Alicante, January 2020. Going into the 2020 season, 25 year old Wout van Aert is one of the most exciting up and coming riders of the World Tour. It may seem an odd qualification for a triple cyclocross world champion, Tour de France stage winner, and national time trial champion, but the Jumbo Visma man is only just getting started. After the 2019 season, Wout is mentioned in the same breath as cycling superstars Matthew van der Poel, Julian Alaphilippe and Remco Evanapol. The general feeling is that there is no limit to what Wout can do, if he can recover from his crash. Riders often appear small in person. Not Wout. He's rangy and athletic as we meet him in the restaurant of the Jumbo Visma training camp hotel at the end of a rest day. We pick up where most fans last saw him in action that horrendous crash in the 2019 Tour de France time trial. I just wanted to get back on the bike, he says. But then I saw the wound. They asked if I could move my leg, if I could feel my toes. I realised my tour was over, the season. Some said my career, he says. Wout was rushed to hospital in Pau, where he underwent surgery. After the first operation in France, I thought it's going to be fine. I hadn't broken anything. But when Dr. Toon Klaas checked back home in Herenthal, he discovered that things weren't as straightforward as they'd claimed in Poe. They'd missed a torn tendon, and Toon had to quickly reoperate to attach it, Wout adds, grimacing at the thought. Having to go under the knife a second time was tough. Back to square one, worrying again. I was lucky, though. If Toon hadn't spotted the error in time, it could have been much worse. For five days after the operation, I had to lie still on my back. I couldn't move at all, says Wout. I needed to give the tendon time to heal up. I was meant to ride the post-tour crit in Herenthal. Instead, I was on crutches. It took two or three weeks before I could even make it to the tap to get myself a glass of water. I needed help with everything. My wife Sarah was amazing. Couldn't have done it without her. How is he feeling now? I'm a rider again. Now I just need to become a stronger rider, he smiles. It was hard, especially in the beginning. I didn't get back on the bike until November, with proper training only starting in December, he says. 
That's only a month before we speak. When we chat with director sportif Moraine Zayman on the same day, he says that after Wout's crash, it was impossible to make any plans. They had to take it week by week. But Wout recovered much quicker than expected. It's still difficult to say exactly how long it will take to get to full strength. It's about those last 2%. Wout in one word. Dorzetta, a fighter, yes. That sums him up. He thrives on challenges, says Swanyo Wesley Thunis as we catch up with him by the washing machine in the team truck. He spends up to two hours a day with Wout during the camp. He'll have a 15-minute massage after breakfast before heading out, then an hour and a half when he gets back, and another 15 minutes in the evening, says Wesley. He first met Wout in 2014 at the Conti team Vastgoed Service Golden Palace, and Wesley has been his regular soigneur since. With the crash injury and the rebuilding of the muscle tissue, Wout's body is constantly readjusting imbalances. Lactic acid will be quicker to build up at times. It's all part of the process. There were up to four centimetres difference in circumference between the thighs. Now, in January 2020, it's down to between one and one and a half, says Wesley. When he came back from Poe, he couldn't lift his leg outwards. It was because of that missed tendon in the first operation. The more lactate in the legs, the longer the massage. But it's not just about the legs. It can be back and shoulders, some stretching. After a race, we'll have the television on and Wout will go over every little detail of the day. He's very self-critical and super analytical. We also talk about personal stuff. Gives him the chance to let off steam, says Wesley. At the Dauphiné last year, I made a bet with Wout about getting a top three. When the first win happened, I had to treat him to a Mexican barbecue. I'll have to set the bar higher this year. Wout has done 17 hours of riding in the last three days. That includes the first outing on his time trial bike since Poe. Before getting on, I froze for a split second in front of it, automatically thinking it was the bike I'd crashed on, he says. Inevitably, things come flashing back. It was a new bike, of course. In the end, I did 50 kilometres and I really enjoyed riding it, going fast. When asked about his versatility, Wout says his time trialling talent didn't come out of the blue. Apart from the mud and the aerodynamics, there are many similarities between cross and racing against the clock. They're both about mental strength. You have to keep pushing and need huge drive. The duration is also similar, says Wout. His confidence as a sprinter is growing too. Last year it took me a while to dial in the sprints. I wasn't getting the timing right. I could see that I had the power but kept launching too late, he says. Once he tried going earlier, he nailed it. In the Albi stage at the Tour that he won, it was instinctive, he says. Hopefully I can pick up where I left this year, he adds. What about the move to a bigger road-focused team? Was it an escape from cross or a move to something new? Sure, there was a lot of pressure at times. The cyclocross world is a small circus. In that sense, it felt liberating to get away from it, from the high expectations, says Wout. It was also tough at times when all the media and fans could talk about was him versus Matthew van der Poel. But the move wasn't an escape. It's not the reason I opted for more road. I raced on the road before Jumbo and had a pretty decent year with Verandes Williams Craylon in 2018, he says. Wout has a point. Third at Strada Bianchi, bronze in the European road race 
and top tens in the Tour of Flanders and Ghent Wevelgem wasn't too shabby. It's not a case of one thing or the other. I'll still keep racing cross. The main reason for the move was that I like new challenges, moving from one discipline to the other, the seasons of cycling. I could have made a good living staying in cross for my entire career, but wanted some change after 15 years of mainly cross, he says. He adds that the crossover in training methods is growing. Cross riders train more endurance and have bigger engines than in the past, so it's easier to switch between disciplines without too much adaptation. Moraine Zayman confirms Wout's amazing capacity to adapt. He is a sponge, picking up and trying new things all the time, whether it's position on the bike, nutrition from the food coach app, helmet choice, every little detail matters. He has picked up a lot from roommate Stephen Kreisweig. Wout is always alert and looking to improve. It's a mindset, the sign of a top rider, says Moraine. He sees Wout as a man of huge potential, a bit like Sagan. He can climb, he can sprint, he can do anything. The cross background puts riders like Wout and Matthew in an ideal position to fight for the win in the final of a classic. They're used to pushing top-end power for an hour in a way most riders can't, says Moraine. Explosive power is harder to develop than endurance. It's also a mental thing. If you've learned to push yourself at a young age, it's something that sticks with you. It's very hard to pick up later if you haven't got it. Some say cyclocross riders also have a better feel for the race. You learn that riding cross. Bike handling, positioning, timing, says Wout. And with the constant micro-adjustments and anticipation, riders get better at gauging their effort, sensing when to push or hold back. The racing is more instinctive, not just relying on power readings, he says. One of the added challenges in the winter discipline has been the increasingly technical courses. It's great for the spectators, but shifts the racing more towards interval efforts, less steady state, says Wout. I'm more of a power rider, and this recent development tends to favour lighter, more technical riders like Matthew. Of course, Wout has amazing skills, but Matthew is nimbler. It means usually having to chase him coming out of the bends. Having van der Poel as a rival meant there was never any room for complacency. In interviews, Wout's trainer, Mark Lamberts, has said that it led to him forcing Wout's development harder and earlier than he would if the Dutchman hadn't been around. Wout would have had more time to grow into the under-23s. They pushed each other, and now everyone else is suffering. In spite of their rivalry, Wout and Matthew also like having a laugh. In 2016, they both featured on the Dutch television show Dodgy Mates, where they took turns going into a gym with an earpiece and following instructions issued by the other to prank the punters working out. Matthew instructed Wout to borrow a towel from a middle-aged man and to wipe his armpits with it. Deadpan, the Herentaler concluded the exchange by telling him that the towel would now be worth a fortune. It had been used by a world champion. It's hard to believe when sitting opposite him now but Wout spent most of his youth and junior years chasing the then taller and stronger Dutchman. Wout was the little one, his final growth spurt coming only as he moved up to the under-23s. Even when he had the power and broke through the highest level by winning the 2014 Koppenberg Cross ahead of Sven Nees, it kept going wrong at national and international championships, mechanicals, full starts, or simply Matthew. 
It was as if Wout was cursed. Not being able to deliver when he was the favourite started getting to him. It didn't help that the press went on to suggest he couldn't cope with big events. Eventually, he almost expected it to go wrong. He was choking. Something had to be done. In 2015, I started working with mental coach Rudy Halen. He helped me turn things round. And it wasn't long before I won my first national cross title in Lille, my home village, in January 2016, says Wout. Rudy's approach is about total concentration on the event, on the cycling, aiming at the next bend, nothing else. The concept is about maintaining focus, not being distracted by what's going on around the race, says Wout. The crash and the missed tendon injury in Poe brought back some old demons. Had he used up all his luck during his great run in 2019? Wout says that once he could see the path to recovery, he just got on with it. He only looked to the next bend, as it were. It's never easy, but once you have a solid plan, you need to believe in it and stick to it, step by step. There's no point dithering, he says. His methodical approach means that he is confident he has the tools to overcome most obstacles. In addition to Rudy, Wout has a close-knit personal support network. My parents have always helped me deal with things, but Sarah is the most important person for me now. She gets me through tough patches and I can relax with her. It's not easy to get away from the cycling, but it's important to switch off, he says. We like travelling together and have been to Zimbabwe and South Africa. We'd like to see the Northern Lights. He has an older sister, Lisa, who is supportive too, but can't stand being the sister of. She works as an architect and prefers to lead a normal life without all the attention, he says. Unlike van der Poel, Wout didn't grow up in a cycling dynasty. The only family connection to cycling is a Dutch cousin of his father's, Jos van Aert, in the pro ranks between 1988 and 1994. He rode the Tour and the Giro. But we only got in touch once I was already riding. He comes to races sometimes. It's nice, but there's no link whatsoever to me picking up cycling as a kid, says Wout. Going into the 2019 Classics, Jumbo Visma didn't have a designated leader, but Wout's results quickly made him the de facto top dog. How does he feel about the role? I don't think I'm a great leader. I'm too independent. I prefer to make decisions and get on with it. When we're out riding with a group and there's endless dithering about to which cafe to go, I'll be the one to say, let's go there, he says. With the likes of Primoz Roglic, Tom Dumoulin and Dylan Gronewegen on board, it's the first time Wout is in a squad with multiple leaders. It eases the pressure, he says. If we're five riders from the team in the running for a finish, we have a better chance than if we just work for one. It's better for everyone, and then we can see who has the legs on the day. Different situations require different leaders. It's good to be flexible, not in a rigid system of leadership for the sake of leadership. Objectives for the season ahead? Cross was definitely my first dream and will remain a goal for next winter, but now I have new dreams, like winning Durand and Roubaix, he adds. OK, final question. What's your secret? Wout frowns, thinking, where's this going? I've heard rumours of odd breakfast habits, I say. Is that from the Jumbo Food Coach app? Wout laughs. Oh, that. 
No, that's me. I was looking for something nourishing in the morning that wouldn't give me a sugar spike. That's how I came up with porridge made with water, bouillon, and a fried egg on top for protein. Teammate Lauren Duplouse calls it the breakfast of champions. I just call it savoury porridge, says Wout. Comeback Kid. August 2020. The Covid lockdown is a blow. But if anyone can plan for the unknown, it's Wout. The postponed season gives him more time to recover from his injury, and when the classics finally arrive in August, his thigh circumference is close to symmetrical. Back in January, Moraine said Stradabianchi would come too early, but with the five-month postponement, Wout is raring to go. The half-moon-shaped scar on his hip is a reminder of what he has overcome, a sign of strength. After coming third in the last two editions, he's determined to make this one count. When he makes the decisive move on the final gravel sector of Latolfe with 13 kilometres to go, there is no looking back. He shakes off any remaining demons from last year's crash as he skims the tight right-hander along the fence into the final wall in Siena. Wout doesn't kill you makes you stronger. After Strada, everyone is afraid. Milan-San Remo is a formality. The pecking order is shifting. Only GC riders feel safe. Or do they? Is there anything Wout can't do? If the season so far is anything to go by, the competition could be in for a surprise. One thing's for sure. Everyone's after the formula for his signature oats. You've been listening to The Wout Factor by Olivier Nilsson-Julian, read by George Oliver, from issue 20.7, out now at ruler.cc. Download the Ruler app, and the whole of this latest issue is currently available for free. Use the code WOUTFACTOR.